Hello and welcome to East Norwich's very own podcast, Ian the Loop. My name is Dylan and I'm joined by... Uh, Will Keeble. Emma. Aidan. And this week... No one said that last name. No one's going to dox you off that, probably. Um, and this week we're actually going to do something a bit different than normal. We're not going to talk about weekly news. We're actually going to talk about what's going on in Qatar with the World Cup. So obviously we've all seen this. It started and we're going to be talking about like the optics and the politics around this because there's been a lot of controversy around it which again I'm sure you all know about yeah. Mm. Yeah. but like where do you want to start with it really where well, do you think it's the best place to start when did Qatar get pulled out to post it was it back in 2012 was it, it was a yeah, while yeah it was and even then people were saying hmm is this a good idea yeah. what is it there's some of the host cities well the host cities are built for like because obviously they didn't have the infrastructure yep. so loads of the host cities are just being were built in, they started being built in 2012 yeah. and like the way they got built there, yes. they used a lot of underpaid effectively slave labour yeah. people had their passports taken off of them 6,500 yeah. people died in the building of it there you go what is it? and uh, the Qataris say they, they passed labour laws but like after they passed labour laws the companies then didn't put them into like they, they didn't use them and the Qataris never checked up, checked up on them. Mm. So, like, it doesn't matter if you make a law unless you enforce a law, does yeah, it? Yeah, it was there in paper, but not in <laughs> enforced. Mm-hmm. So, basically, conditions didn't improve for them until the stadiums were built. And I don't know what's happened to most of them now. I guess they're just unemployed. Yeah, unemployed. Well, they're, they're employing them now to be, like, fans, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. I haven't seen so that. To, like, or uh, boost the numbers. Yeah, boost the numbers. So, obviously... Mid December, everyone's at work. No one, no one's really got time off. It's the end of oh, yeah. like March is coming mm. up, isn't it? Like March, so like no one's got really the holiday to like mm. have yeah, a week such off. Such poor timing for World Cup. Yeah, mm. so everyone's at school and everyone's at work and mm. coming up. To that, that's like the well. thing. Normally, a World Cup's held in the middle of summer. That's August. Yeah. We're on summer mm. break. We have time which, to watch this. Which mm. already made I mean, people. I don't watch anyway, break. but yeah. I don't watch yeah. either. But yeah, people have the holiday time to spend. Mm. So they will spend it off to watch yeah. the World Cup. But now everyone's kind of just like. Which there have been full on ad campaigns here for watching the World Cup in work. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, pe- so I think like the BBC is literally saying, but it's the World Cup though. Yeah. So excusing people for watching it wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, there one is ad- that attitude though, because even mm. like here at college, it's on everywhere. Like, yeah. yeah. Literally, they had it on in the admin centre yeah. for people to watch it if they had a free. And I, I walked around the college at one point to find someone, and about three quarters of the rooms I saw had it on. Yeah. Loads of teachers had it on for people. I was like, Ooh. And it's a bit of a side, but we just doing nationalism. It makes sense that we're like yeah. proud of our mm. football. We all watch it like secretly yeah. anyway. Because it's like, uh, obviously, obviously now it's the only it's the only time we've had a good team for like like doing well in tournaments like the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's people a, don't really want to miss out, do they? It's mm. also like actually fun, like. Everything, if you look at the world and you look at everything happening, at least it's footy. Yeah, I guess mm. at least I don't it's something watch good. It. I like, have no interest, uh, but like, I get why people like it. The vibes of it is like that's what, that's what people like. So like people like get into the World Cup not because they love football, because of the unity it brings. Yeah, hmm. and I do admire that even uh, if I don't country, enjoy don't like the sport. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot. Of, this is a distraction for a lot of people from the issues mm. that are mm. happening, and that's why a lot of people want to ignore the issues which mm. made this thing happen. Mm. But like Which at the same not. time, like you, you, have you to can't be do that because I use like football is huge, but like it's not bigger than people's lives. That's mm. a very good point. But did you see recently the head of FIFA or the ex-head of FIFA? I can't remember. 
actually said we shouldn't have given Qatar the World Cup. Yeah, we should let's ignore the politics and get on with the football. Mm. That's it's Piers just, Morgan that said that. Yeah. yeah uh, but, uh, and the new guy said that. And then he said um he had that weird speech where he's like, I'm Qatari, I'm gay. You can't be both in Qatar. But like mm. uh, if he said that, like what he said saying I'm gay, if he said that in like Qatar. It's, it's illegal. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he's he's in a no. place saying yeah. I'm gay, but like you can't be gay there. No. So you're saying it's for the world, but like exactly what you're saying just said is illegal. Blood. Literally, he, he literally is. said in that speech, I know what it's like to be discriminated. So don't talk to me about discrimination to try and deflect from all the issues to mm-hmm. the World Cup. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Yeah, if you know discrimination, don't. Why don't, would you let it happen? Yeah, again? you should be speaking out for it. Not yeah. so, you know, he literally said that all of Europe are hypocrites for pointing this out. Like, we might be hypocritical. We're not perfect, but we should at least call out issues when we see them. Mm. Yeah. So, do you think it is a role of a player to stand up against it? I don't think it's a innate role. Mm. Like they haven't got on that job to do that. I see. I. I but if they want to. I. I think they do now because they, they obviously had the. Um, what is it? They had the the knee campaign. They've had yeah. this political stance for. Years That's now, really, yeah, ages. and yeah. when you don't, when when you're doing the knee in the UK, where it's a consensus view that you shouldn't, we shouldn't have racism, but like when you do it in Qatar about like if you wore the armband, it would mean so much. Yeah. Like it, it would be such a much, it'd be it has more effect than doing the knee at a place where everyone agrees with you mm. than putting an armband on yeah. saying like love is love mm. in. But sadly, FIFA don't yeah. want to let that happen. The, the whole situation but, with yeah. the armbands was interesting. If you followed it, like yesterday morning, England and Wales, I think Germany, a bunch of other countries, like we are wearing them. We yeah. we don't care what FIFA do. We will wear them. And then literally about an hour and a half before the game, they backed down because FIFA threatened to give them all yellow cards. That is absurd to me that that can happen. Mm. A player like, almost, I think, it was a Welsh player, almost got banned because they had a rainbow hat they were yeah. going to wear, mm. and they were like, yeah. "If you wear that, we're just going to ban you." Yeah, I'm not letting you in. It was a Welsh supporter, I think, actually. It might have been a Welsh supporter. Mm. I think there was something He was trying to get... Because the Welsh wear these hats. It's part of their tradition for football. Mm. And one of them was rainbow-coloured. And it did nearly cause a fight. With the authorities. Yeah, it's... Mm. It's just... I, I also... I, what is it? I was on Instagram when you look at the comments on it. Uh, saying... See, it, it got such... Like, it's... Like, we have, like, two different rules, two different things. It's like we need to respect their culture and all of this and yeah. but like if, when you go on the beer post where they ban beer they say this is a disgrace yeah, yeah. like it, a lot of people are saying it's you should respect the culture until it's affecting them That's they're, they're hiding they're hiding behind they're using what is it they're, they're, hiding, they're hiding their like homophobic views behind respecting yeah. culture mm. but when they can't have a pint they're like they're fuming yeah then, yeah. then suddenly you don't respect the culture mm. what I don't understand about it is surely the World Cup is meant to bring together the world of cultures mm. so surely they should all mutually respect each other even if the host country is like a completely different culture if you're inviting everyone into yeah. your country you should invite everyone rather than just mm. really Qatar should have expected to. to get these all these cultures in yeah, yeah it's not it's not but it's not the world cup now is it? it's, it's a heterosexual cup <laughs> yeah to an extent that's one way to describe you've it you've been thinking about that one haven't yeah, you yeah, yeah, you've yeah. been saving that you've been waiting to say that I, got that, I was like for that like, a that's couple good. of years I was like <laughs> but I, some of the comments made by Qatari ministers when the World Cup was building up, one of them said, the West are just angry that a small country in the Middle East has the World Cup. Yeah, they were, I, he was livid. I heard this on the radio. They were saying it's obviously important to ex- extend it beyond European countries. And it's mm. 
cool that they've done that, but yeah. it's, I don't know if they've done it well. No, they haven't. Um, and it's a shame that it impacts on that statement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the negative consequence is such a good thing to extend it beyond Europe, but it's not gone well, so it's negatively impacted. Like. Hmm. But like at the, s- the same time, like, it's expanded past Europe. It's been in South America, obviously, Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like last, like, last time I was in... Um, Europe was Germany in 2006, I think. I think yeah. I, what I mean is countries that aren't especially known for football. The J- well, Jap- Japan held it, and obviously it boosted the love of football in their country. But like, mm. you, you like you saw Qatar play. Like, they play like a very very low, like arguably national league level of football. In when they played against the Ecuadorians, like. They're not fit enough. They're not good enough at football, mm. and they had these twelve years to prepare. And it looks like the Qataris didn't invest any of it into um, actually the f- their team. Did they into win? Their team. No, they, no they lost to Ecuador. They lost. They lost two now, and Ecuador could have beat them like double digits, but they just didn't care. It was just that easy. They just kicked the ball around. This was just a training exercise for them, in effect. Yeah, yeah. that's how bad it got. But this is the first World Cup to ever be held in the Middle East, which. Yeah. It's a statement. That's good as a statement. Yeah, but yeah that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm it looks great thing. on paper that yeah, you have con- to think about like everything associated. Yeah. You've got with that. to the country yeah. you picked is not a good country at all. You've got but, to yeah. you've got to deserve it, haven't you? Like mm-hmm. there's like you've got to deserve to ha- uh, hold the World Cup. Like the reason it's held in the Western countries is because obviously they're more accepting of multicultural, mm-hmm. like more multicultural, so it's easier to accept everyone. Like when you have these like massive human rights violations going on right now and like all of, and what is it is it is it death penalty for being gay there yeah 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 and having death penalty for being gay like fifa's supposed to all be about being everyone's inclusive yeah. football's supposed to be I mean, everyone's game it's just it's not yeah, there FIFA's is it it's very troubled though like, don't they have that years. massive ad campaign like fifa where it's like everyone like football's for everyone mm. yeah football's because for everyone. every single game they have Oh, and the, talk about Iran as well. Yeah, I'll get there in a sec. The current campaign for FIFA is actually the world's game. Mm. They're, they're building this as for everyone, and yet you've actively told quite a lot of people, no, not you, you, mm. isn't it? It's like they, what is it, the say no to racism campaign. Mm. Like, it, yeah. It's all over football. But you like, can tell they're just doing it to yeah, join to, in the performative the, activism yeah. is a really big issue with major corporations, mm. especially when it comes to queer people more mm. so than it does for black people currently. Obviously, black people still have their issues and racism is still used as, like, there is performative activi- activism for that. But with the World Cup, it is moving on to, like, women's rights as well because Qatar, Middle East, mm. everything, Iran and stuff like that. And it is just, like, really sad to see the people who are saying they support you and being like, no. Nah. Yeah, Wilfred Zaha, he was... Uh, Wilfred Zaha and uh, QPR... Uh, they stopped taking the knee because they they came out was they came out and said it's they're just doing yeah. it for publicity they don't actually believe in what they're doing mm. it was like I, I have more effect standing and not not kneeling with these like pretenders mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's the issue but as you said Iran yesterday they had their first match against us we completely wrecked them but besides the point <laughs> I think that's good is that good yeah okay that's good right yeah. Six, but like very good. all of the Irani players mm-hmm. refused to sing the national anthem. Yeah, because they refused to support the current fan, regime. The fans did too. They yeah, I think most of the fans did as well. And mm. they had that massive banner. Mm. They had the banner, and then the press conference. Uh, the captain of the Iran team said, "We need to seriously look at what's happening in our country. This isn't right." 
it makes me so happy that mm. they're like actually coming out and saying that it's just like a sense of pride you have in them for doing such a bold statement even though there's so much at risk for them doing that yeah heavily at risk if it, it's incredibly looks. brave to do it I fear what will happen to them when they go back to the country. I doubt it will be good for them. It's a bit like the Iranian climber who went yeah. in a competition without a hijab and then she went missing for like yeah. a week. Has she been heard from again? I don't remember. No, I, I, I haven't heard it. She came that. out with a statement that her hijab slipped off. Right. Apparently, for the whole of the competition. Yeah, there right. was. <laughs> there's like huge controversy in like like um, with like corrupt countries in like the World Cup. It's, it's a very iffy subject because there's. Colombian uh, centre back in the eighties scored known goal. Hmm. Uh, was it when he went back to Colombia? Colombia got knocked out when he went back to Colombia. Um, was it uh, the Colombian like mafia or whatever? Uh, they shot him dead. And uh, what is it? The North Korean players when they got knocked out of the World Cup, they were ne- like they when they got off the plane, they were never seen again. Hmm. Like. That's what oppressive regimes tend to do, though. Mm. You do well, you get punished. Mm. In most cases, that is being killed. It's just brutal. Yeah. I saw some football commentators, though, and they were like, oh, it's shocking that they conceded too. And I was like, well, give them something to be happy about. I know what, one of them was a penalty, and I don't know if they should have got it, but yeah, yeah. beyond football, mm. I feel like it's more important to, for them to concede than us to... I don't know. Mm. But... I, I was thinking they wanted to have a foot, football tournament in the Middle East. What country could they have gone with that wouldn't have sparked contro- contro- controversy? Can't speak. One that has a stadium already. Mm, yeah, that would help. infrastructure. Mm. Didn't they build like seven stadiums? Yeah, they built them all from scratch. But at least they didn't do what Brazil did, where they just re-diverted funding from like the yeah. poor areas to build the football stadiums and like all the infrastructure now Brazil for the Olympics were terrible and the, have you seen all the photos now like the mm. like old abandoned pools, yeah just abandoned completely abandoned they, after the world, after the Olympics and like the World Cup they just abandoned these places mm. they didn't use them well, what are they going to use them for it's built no, but they could like, have made it like public couldn't they but yeah. that's, that's what we've done with to. that's what we did with the um, our infrastructure the swimming pool's public I think and West Lund- Ham Lund- has the stadium yeah what is yeah. it like it's, a redi- it's like 600 million pounds they paid for like uh, um, to use it. Uh, not maybe not a year. I think it was yeah. I think like it's a couple hundred million pounds a year though in rent to use it. But that's an effective use of it. Yeah. Mm, yes, it's use of it. What are the and uh, we we still get use of it and like hmm. Commonwealth and all of that sort of stuff. What yeah. What is Qatar going to do with all these stadiums after the World Cup? Mm. What's going to happen to them? Are they going to be used or are they going to be abandoned? Uh, they're probably just going to sit there. Hmm. Yeah, they won't be used because they're. Was it football's not big enough? Like that opening game against uh, Ecuador, Ecuador, the biggest game in that country's history, hmm. like probably Barely ever. Like it, yeah, forty thousand fans um, went in, and like by the seventieth minute, they're two 0 down. Two 0 down. You're still very much in a game of football with thirty minutes. Hmm. Uh, was it with uh, twenty minutes to go? Um, and they, yeah, and like they just like it was they em- it was empty like and B- the BBC were only showing like the Ecuadorian fans and the uh, Qatari ultras hmm. which they weren't they just paid the paid actors yeah like it's so dystopian mm. <laughs> yeah you literally have to pay people to support your country that's when you know you've messed up yeah so that's all we've got for today thank you very much for listening I'd just like to remind you before we finish that all views expressed on this podcast are the debaters' own. They do not reflect the views of East Norfolk at all. 
And thank you for letting us keep you in the loop.